Welcome back to the show, you radical human. Are you frustrated with health insurance, the healthcare industry, or the sick care industry in general? Well, this one is for you because I sat down with Andy Schoonover from Crowd Health, who is looking to form a new movement around healthcare, one that actually incentivizes health, and one that actually removes the middleman from this conundrum of you and your doctor to get the right medical care. Because a lot of us are dealing with very expensive overheads when it comes to health insurance, and we don't feel particularly good about what our dollar is getting us, or confidence in the fact that if we did get sick, God forbid, that it would even pay out. Well, Andy tackles all of these topics and more and talks about the broken incentives and how we're going to fix those with this crowd-based movement and some of the ways in which we can reinvent this broken system into a much more hopeful one, one that actually feels good to invest in because you're investing in people. You can have a direct relationship with your doctor again. You can receive your medical care at potentially 50% less than what it would cost you usually. A fascinating conversation, a hopeful one. I think you're going to get a lot out of this and it's going to give you some options to play with. So without further ado, Mr. Andy Schoonover. What's up, you radical human you? Today in the studio, I have Mr. Andy from Crowd Health with us, who is taking a radical stance of fighting back against what many of us believe and feel to be a broken healthcare slash sick care system. So I'm super excited, man. I'm very personally curious about this as well. If you're picking up on the accent, I'm from England, where mm-hmm. it's health insurance is like baked into the cake. It's certainly not perfect, but it was very interesting challenge for me coming to America, figuring this whole thing out. And as we were talking about off air just before we hit record, my wife and I are in this conundrum paying, you know, a lot of money for mm. not really getting much. And it's obviously it's it's something that a lot of people are struggling with. I believe the numbers about 10 percent of Americans are just completely opting out of healthcare mm-hmm. now because of these broken incentives, etc. So super excited to pick your brain and hear about this radical solution. And um, I also am just very curious about the why here. You don't come up mm. with a crazy like new hey, this is broken, let's fix it, unless you've probably got a story and some motivation. So <laughs> take us back, man. Tell us a story, paint the picture, the scene is yours. Yeah, so I, uh, this is my second run in healthcare. My first company I sold a, a few years back and I promised myself I would never, ever get back into healthcare. <laughs> um, but, you know, a bunch of things just happened in life. There's like, something has got to change. Mm. You know, my first company was focused on elderly folks with congestive heart failure and diabetes and um, hypertension and all those things. And we were monitoring all of these vital signs out of the home. And so something went out of whack. We would call you and say, Hey, Hmm. um, Adam, you know, what's going on? Did you eat the wrong thing? Did you take your meds? Did you do other things? It was was super effective. But one of the things that I, I, I sold that company, I was like, man, we were being very reactive to that like they were already in their 80s mm-hmm. they already had two or three comorbidities and it's like how do we change the system so that we can get to our 80s and we can be playing wiffle ball with our grandkids in yes. the backyard like that's ultimately what i want and so you know but i still was like okay somebody else will figure that out i'll, mm. I'll, I'll uh you know play golf and do fishing and do the things that i love um but I uh, got on Obamacare, which at the point that time was my only alternative, I thought. And so I joke it worked until I had to use it. Um, my, my little one who was one at the time was having recurring ear infections. And so went to the ear, nose and throat doctor who said she's got a hole in her eardrum. And so she needs to get tubes in her ears. Okay. No, no big deal. Tubes in her ears. This is something that parents all over the place have to do. No big deal. Um, went to the hospital. 15 minute procedure. Um, she never had ear problems again. Uh, little did I know I'd get a note from the insurance plan saying we're not paying for it. It was medically unnecessary. Hmm. And so we're sitting here saying, hold on a second. Like she's got a hole in her eardrum. Like how is that not medically, unne- you know, medically necessary. Um, and so I had to stroke an $8,000 check to the local hospital Nice. and I was pissed Yeah, as you can imagine. I was like, man, health insurance isn't going to pay my bills. I'm not going to pay their bills. So I Mm -hmm. quit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be uninsured. And everybody thought that that was a radical move of being uninsured. But I was like, man, we can figure this out, how to pay for these big bills without health insurance. Mm Because these health insurance companies, they are paid 
by me to fight against me and getting my bills paid. And I was like, that's, I'm not going to pay somebody to fight me. You know, it's like you go into war and you're paying the other army to have guns. Like yeah. it's, it's a dumb thing to do, I think personally. And so over a period of time, I've built a system to help people who are uninsured or, or who want to be uninsured to pay for their bills viably outside of the insurance system. And you know, it's a, it's, it's freedom. It's freedom when you can say I'm responsible for my own health care. Um, the doctor works for me. The doctor does not work for health insurance plans. Cause you know, mm. you work for whoever pays for you, right? Wherever your, your paycheck is coming from, that's who you work for. Mm-hmm. Our doctors in our society work for health insurance companies. They don't work for us. They work for health insurance companies. And so I was like, I want the doctor to work for me and do what's best for my health as opposed to what the insurance company wants them to do. And so that's what we started crowd health is we're just a group of people who basically said, screw you health insurance. I'm not doing this. I'm going to experience healthcare freedom by being able to pay my own health bills. And if something really big happens, I've got this community of people who are willing to be like, Hey brother, like I'll help you, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have a big health event and, um, it's worked beautifully. We've processed 8,000 bills over the last couple of years and every bill that has been sent to the community and said, Hey, will you help this guy? They've said yes, um, Mm -hmm. fully. So, and that's everything from a, you know, a little pediatric visit of 50 bucks or something to brain hemorrhages and cancer cases and, um, lots of ER visits. So it has worked. So that's the backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we think we can revolutionize the way that we pay for our healthcare through a little bit more of a, a community focused, um, approach. Yeah. It sounds, um, it, it sounds really good. And, and obviously when you wade into tackling something that's become so normalized in our culture, you're, you're going to simultaneously make people really curious. And then you're going to have people saying like, but it, it can't possibly work. Right? Yeah. This is the way it sounds too good. This to is be a true. scam. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, <laughs> yes. it's easy. It's, it's such an easy thing to do nowadays is like anything you don't understand or, you know, that is contrary to what put food puts food on your table. You're just automatically, it's like, Oh, it's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. And so, you know, we've got 8,000 bills to prove it. 5,000 members mm-hmm. to prove it. Millions of dollars saved to prove it. You know, that's our proof of work is yes. our, our members um, who've gotten all their bills paid, which has been an amazing thing. Yeah. And, and in, a, in a simple sense, the way the reason that it's working is you're cutting out this middleman. You're, you're mm-hmm. getting a more organic flow of if I'm doctor and your patient. Now we're just talking this middleman in the min- middle that's mm-hmm. adding all of these expenses and becoming, you know, mostly. Um, you know, like the, the people in doctor's offices now are all these like accountants or people pursuing yeah. bills, right? There's, there's not much medicine going on there. And I think by removing that, am I right in theorizing that you reduce the cost of that care, you negotiate what mm-hmm. we call a cash price, and then the crowd health part of things is relying on the crowd to fund that. So people are paying in and then if it's really expensive, people add more to cover the cost of the crowd yeah. and we've got a better price more yeah. competitively because we're talking direct. Totally. So imagine you're a doctor and you have to employ three people per doctor to bill health insurance. That's currently what it is. So I have to employ Damn. three people to bill to actually get paid. Hmm. Okay. Or you have, you know, a percent and a half of transaction fees when somebody comes in and gives you a credit card. Like, mm-hmm. what would you do? Would you prefer to take a credit card or would you prefer to have to employ three people and all the stuff that goes along with that? Yeah, and right. so what we're saying to the doctors is like, hey, don't employ those billing people. Take a credit card. You get money immediately. Yeah. The relationship is between you and the patient. It's no longer an health insurance company in the middle. And so you can rip out all those expenses. And so we're getting, you know, for the little, little bills, 30 or 40% better pricing than health plans Wow. for the big bills. It's more like 50%, 60% somewhere in there. And so we're getting significantly better prices for our members because you're ripping out all the administrative back end. We don't have brokers. We don't have any of that stuff. So all that stuff gets taken out of the expense and it's, you know, again, it's back to being between you and your doctor, which is a beautiful thing. Hmm. So better for you, better for the doctor. How do you find these doctors? Are doctors even aware that this is a possibility? Uh, most don't, but mm. almost all the doctors that we've gone to and said, hey, can we pay you in cash as opposed to, you know, can we bill insurance? They're like, yes, please. please. <laughs> you know, and so it's, it's one of those things where these doctors have these insurance companies and they have to ask for permission to practice medicine the way they think 
they need to practice medicine from the insurance plan. They have to go to, hey, insurance plan, can I do this? Hmm. With us, it's like, hey, the decision is between you and your the patient. There's no insurance company. So imagine, you know, you had somebody sitting here on your shoulder saying, you can't ask this question, you can't ask this question and tell you how to run your podcast. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, dude, like, this is my job. This is what I'm good at. Let me do my job. Yeah. You know, so they get rid of the micromanaging health insurance plans, get paid in cash. They love it. They love it. Yeah. And, and they treat you differently too. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask that. Like one of the issues, um, in my country with the, um, universal healthcare or whatever you want to call it is that there is a huge timeline. So we don't have this like really expensive medical care. It's baked into taxes, et cetera. But then if, if I blew my knee out and tore my ACL, like you should see the wait times on getting yeah, those surgeries done. It could be like six, eight months, 12 months. Um, you it's know, crazy. when you have more of a direct relationship with a doctor like this, who wants to incentivize those kinds of people, you also probably get a certain sense of VIP front of the line treatment too, right? You're kind of in there quickly. They want to do it and it works both ways. Yeah, totally. They have total flexibility. They can do it where they want when they want, how they want, and is again between the doctor and the patient, which is just an amazing thing. We have never had, at least to my knowledge, any kind of significant wait times as mm -hmm. a result of you know the way that we're, we're doing it, mm -hmm. the way that we're empowering people to pay for their healthcare. And in fact, people are like, hey, can you just do it next week? Like I got an open spot. You know, they don't have to wait for a health insurance plan to say it's okay to do it. It's, you know, it takes out so much of the bureaucracy mm -hmm. that it's, I think it's this is the way should everybody should be you know buying healthcare yeah. um, because it does take out so much of the friction of our current system. Yeah, well, it seems to make a lot more sense. That's for sure. It seems to be like like you alluded to at the beginning as well. If you're paying for this health insurance and then you get the procedure done, and all of a sudden the person that you're paying to look after you says, "Hey, we're not going to pay for that." Also, that's very um, disconcerting. You know, yeah. it doesn't instill a lot of confidence in that system. And I think one of the things that people are acutely aware of with insurance is they have it as this safety blanket in case they ever need it, so that they're going to be protected. But there's always this like what if they just mm -hmm. didn't mm -hmm. what if they just said no actually extenuating circumstances sorry it's kind of like we'll take your money and you want it back and we're gonna go no eh, maybe. maybe i might might give it back to you so um interesting stat was obamacare uh the healthcare.gov plans that a lot of people have to to go to they declined 48 million claims last year which was about <sighs> somewhere between 17 and 18 percent so that's a one in five, one in six chance hmm. that your bill will get denied. So think about this. If when you're sitting in a hospital and you have tens of thousands of dollars of bills starting to rack up, there's a one in five chance that the, the, uh, the doctor or the uh, health insurance plan is going to say no. Like that's the stat. That's crazy. And to me, it's like regulators have said to health insurance, yes, you can promise people, advertise, market, promise people that they'll you'll pay the bills but in fact they don't pay the bills almost one out of every five times yeah me if i say that i promise that they'll get the bills paid then the regulators will say oh well your health insurance however every bill that's been submitted to the community has gotten paid thus far hmm. so that's just the screwy nature of our regulatory system is i can't promise you that your bill is going to get paid if you're a member of crowd health you are ultimately responsible for your bill Mm -hmm. we're going to fight like hell to get that bill, you know, paid from the, the rest of the community. Um, but we can't promise it, but we've delivered thousands of times now over the last two and a half years. So that's mm -hmm. just the crazy kind of part of our system. Um, and so I, you know, I, I think going to an Obamacare plan is way more risky than going to crowd health. Um, yeah. and our biggest barrier for somebody to come to us is like, are you sure you're going to help me get my bills paid? Yeah. Like that's the number one fear um you know and so far we have for very big bills yeah um so it's 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 worked for the big ones and the small ones yeah that was that was going to be my question though because i guess when when you sit with something like this there's always because just inherently what we're talking about is the insurance side of things hopefully nobody ever wants to get in the doctor's office but it's sure. always that like worst case scenario and mm -hmm. i think something especially when we start talking numbers and you find out you know the the monthly fees etc again it seems it seems really low but 
putting some stuff on the table now, like negotiating a price that's potentially 50% better. And these growing numbers, some more people are pooling into that fund, right? The crowd is growing. But the worry must be, well, if I have this catastrophic event, the, the medical bills that we've seen, $100,000, mm-hmm. $200,000, can you guys like show up? But it's very affirming to hear that you have so far. And I'm going to guess that you're only growing. So that pool of funds gets even larger to tackle these things. But you're also incentivizing it slightly different, like moving away from this sick care system to a health care system where because I'm part of the crowd, there is also an air of responsibility to the crowd. So it's also attracting a certain kind of person, I think, right? Yeah. That's a little more health conscious and that is really trying to understand this. Like if I'm not healthy, I'm putting strain on the crowd yeah. and that's not going to work, which is exactly what the conventional model is. Nobody cares because yeah. it's just like, it's just so broken. The incentives are all wrong. That's right. So just one clarification is as the community grows, there's more people to ask. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we've got we've we've had five thousand plus now people sign up. And as that grows, we can we have more people out there to ask for your big. So we don't pool funds. It's a okay. very you know, we don't there's no big trough of funds somewhere that we're pooling, but we have thousands of people who are willing to step up and, and help you. And I, I kind of mentioned it before we started. Um, last week, weirdly enough, um, is my first time I'm gonna have to use crowd health. Mm. Um, so I was on a, a, a Zoom, and as I was talking, I started slurring my speech and couldn't get us put a sentence together. And so I thought I was having a stroke. Damn. You know, so I, I stopped the, the, the conference call. I went outside. I called 911. They came. They brought me to the hospital, put me in the stroke unit, you know, did all these tests. You know, thank God I came out with it's probably not a stroke, so it's fine. But I'm sitting there in the hospital and I'm like, my, my wife and I are joking, you know, what is the over under on this hospital bill, right? And what we have agreed to is probably gonna be around $20,000 for 24 hours in the hospital. So a thousand bucks an hour basically. And, the, and the, so the beautiful thing about this is not once was I worried about whether this bill was gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. Like not once was I worried about the community being able to step up and, and help me. And so when you're sitting in a situation of, did I have a stroke, which at 44, I'm 6'2", I'm 175, you know, I'm like, I'm, I work out, you know, three or four times a week, like I'm in good shape. Um, and you know, you, that stuff happens and you're like, what the hell is going on here? A lot of stuff going through your mind. The last thing you want is like, is the health insurance plan gonna, you know, pay for this? Like, are they going to say, oh, well, you called EMS and went to the ER. You shouldn't have, because it was just a bad migraine. It wasn't a stroke. And so Sorry, Sorry, you know, it's like I'm sitting here being like, man, it feels good to me that I know that I have a community of people behind me who are going to help. You know, I know that I have a team of attorneys who are going to help me negotiate this on my behalf with the hospital, knowing that I'm going to get that bill down significantly because there's no way on God's green earth that it should be a thousand dollars an hour to sit in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's the beauty of this. And I, I didn't have to worry about going to the right hospital. You know, mm-hmm. because we don't have any networks, so there's no networks. I don't really care if the doctor's in network or out of network, like all of those things are alleviated. And I was just like, you know, man, I, I don't want to be in the hospital because that sucks. But like, thank God that I've actually been able to live what somebody who is really healthy and mid forties and you know, it could happen. It could happen to anybody. Yeah, right. um, but I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. It, was, it was a beautiful thing. You know, it was almost like God's little blessing to me to be like, I'm going to show you like what, you know, we can do with, with crowd health. Yeah. Um, and so it was just a, a crazy situation, but one that really highlighted is like, let's get all of this anxiety away from, will I be cared for? Will my bills be taken care of? It's so important because I think that feeling that you're describing is what people hope to acquire through having insurance, that they can take a sigh of relief that if shit hits the fan, at least I'm good. And most people are not feeling that way. And as you were speaking, it reminded me two summers ago, my brother got in a motorcycle accident and it was pretty bad. And, you know, ambulance, I think he was in the hospital for four or five days. And in a, in a moment like that where you're road rushed up and you're concussed and you know you don't know what's going on you're getting tests on your spinal cord for like lifelong damage 
the one thing that kept coming up in his mind was like, how big are these hospital bills going to be? Yeah. And stressing about that when the most important thing you need to do right now is focus on healing. Totally. And we don't heal when we're stressed. Yeah. You know, and this looming thing that what if they don't pay out when the average American is one paycheck away from bankruptcy? Mm-hmm. And like these, these, it's kind of like, it's parasitic the way this system it works. Is. And I, I, I do think, you know, incentives drive outcomes. And right now they're, they're really, really broken. So I'm, I'm curious of continuing this conversation of how not only you're becoming a direct competitor who will hopefully grow and really challenge the traditional healthcare system. So they either adapt or die. Hopefully, I don't know, hopefully they die and we can all go crowd health and you know, yeah. really do it the right way. <laughs> I, I would say burn it down. Let's yeah. burn it down and start it, start it back up because I think it's the only way to doing it. And so yeah. we're, let us be that little match or mm-hmm. the gasoline to help burn it down. That's what we're ultimately trying to, mm-hmm. trying to do for sure. Yeah, like this idea that breakdowns can lead to breakthroughs. And I think the system is breaking down before our very eyes. You know, eight out of every 10 deaths are like chronic disease related. Mm -hmm. And the healthcare system isn't doing anything, to use your term, proactively. It's all very reactive. So I get you now in your 50s and 60s. And you're basically too far gone. So here's a medication. And then come back in two months because that's going to give you, uh, you know, a side effect that you'll need another medication for. And the average 65-year-old in this country is on like three to four prescription drugs. And it's just this slow decline so incentively speaking very broken this is a little bit different you're incentivizing health in a few different ways talk to me about that a yeah. little bit yeah so there's a there's a bunch of different ways that we're, we're going about this and the stories that we hear from people who i had a guy on twitter um who was i might get the get it wrong a little bit but i think he was like 280 or 290 and and we don't let anybody in that's over 240 mm-hmm and so he's like, man, I, I lost 50 pounds to get under the, you know, the threshold. Um, and that was a year ago. And now I, he sent me a picture with him and his wife. He's like, my wife and I are doing triathlons. Mm. I just came in third for my, my weight, my, my age group. My wife came in second. It has totally changed our lives. And so we are way more focused on our health now that we truly feel like we are sovereign mm. over our own health. And so... You know, once you're sovereign over your own health and know that you are responsible ultimately for those those bills, there is a behavior change. Mm-hmm. There's a behavior change. Um, and the other thing too is we're getting into communities now where, you know, the way that we work is I will send my um, if I, if I need help, I will have which I will in the next few weeks. Um, I will have people send me money directly. So money is you know going to go directly from Adam to Andy. And, you know, it's not going to big United Healthcare empire, you know, in the sky, it's, it's, it's a direct relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that changes the dynamic pretty significantly because now you're in a community, you're in a community of people that if you try to screw the community, you're screwing human beings, mm-hmm. you're not screwing United Healthcare. It's way harder for me to screw you than it is, you know, some you know, organization that I don't. So we had a guy with colon cancer still has colon cancer. He's going through it. And he, he reaches out to us and he's like, Hey, um, I want the highest quality care, but I also wanted to get it at a reasonable price. So will you guys help me find really great doctors who are willing to, you know, give me a great price if we pay in cash, you know, at the point of care, like whoever would say that, you know, with your health insurance, like you're like with health insurance, I don't care. I just mm-hmm. go and drop my, you know, card. But these people are actually being like, I know these are other people in the community that are going to have to pay for my mm-hmm. colon cancer. Like I, I want to be a good community member, you know? And so I, I think we are built to be in community. Mm-hmm. I think just that's an eight innate in who we are. Um, and in the 1970s in the United States, the government and insurance companies have gotten in between us and our neighbors. Mm. And so we no longer feel responsibility for each other. Right. And I think that is inhumane. You know, I think we need to be loving, loving our neighbor, caring for our neighbor and you know, the insurance companies, government say, yeah, no, I got that. Don't worry about that. You know? And so we, it creates a, a selfishness, a self-reliance that I think is just not a human thing. So crowd health kind of is trying to bring back that um sense of community Mm -hmm. and it's virtual it's digital it's Mm -hmm. not perfect but it it does have an impact on how people behave when they are interacting with the system um and real other one other real quick is just some stats average age is 34 Mm -hmm. 
um, BMI is four or five points below the national average. So we get a lot of active injuries. So a lot of, you know, mountain biking face plants, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and a lot of pregnancies, yeah, you know? Right. So we got a lot of people who are active and out and, and I was like, yeah, we love those people. Like, yeah. and if something happens, like we want to be there for you. And we have a lot of people who are getting pregnant. They're in their mid thirties. That's what they do. And I was like, man, if I can fund a baby, like, Oh yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. You know, I'd prefer to do that than, you know, fund some, somebody who's got diabetes cause they ate, you know, tasty cakes, you know, yeah. all day long. Right. Yeah. Like that's where I want to put my money. Like, hell yeah. Um, we've had motorcycle accidents and car accidents and all the kinds of things. People are active, they're out, they're doing stuff, which is like, that's what I want to fund with my dollars. Mm. And it's, it's kind of sad that saying some of this stuff would come in this cultural landscape with some blowback, like it's health elitism or something. Oh, you're not going to help these people. Yeah. But like you, when you really focus on this community and the strain that you're either putting on a community or the value that you're bringing to it, and it's now not this faceless, you know, insurance God that nobody knows. So kind of oh, screw them. I don't care if I hurt them, but I am actually hurting my neighbor. This seems like an old solution for a relatively modern problem, yeah. modern diseases. Yeah. And I like that, you know, this, this radical health radio is a lot of the time looking back at where we came from and how we used to eat in order to understand where we're going. And I think if, you know, the Albert Einstein definition of insanity is doing what you, we've always done and expecting yeah. different results. And if you just, the writing's on the wall with this healthcare system, it's, it's clearly broken. And I think if we just accept that people are in this slow decline and normalize it, then I don't want to be a part of that system either. Yeah. So I think... You know, it's it's cool in that sense that you're doing that and you're putting some parameters around it and stories like that, that 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 um, couple that ended up getting fit and losing 50 pounds. Like while some people would get outraged at that and I'm like, hell yeah, that is so cool that people are willing to do that to fight for something that's a little more hopeful and better for our future. And speaking of the future, you mentioned childbirth there, and I saw some interesting um, like swings and trends on your Twitter in terms oh, of like geez, the yeah. conventional stuff mm -hmm. and like more of this health centric crowd are moving more towards like home birthing and things like that. But in, in the classic medical system, and I know this because I'm going through it with my wife right now, it's mostly not covered. It's very shunned. It's not, uh, you know, it's yeah. not encouraged at all. They want to, th they want to throw fear and yeah. uncertainty. It's FUD, right? They mm -hmm. want to throw that at you when you say, I want to do a home birth. Mm -hmm. our, our, I think what you're referring to is we have a, a, a funny stat on Twitter where, um, last time I looked 1.4% of births in the United States are home births. Mm -hmm. At Crowd Health, it's nearly fifty percent. Yeah, wow. Which is it? It just shows you that these are the folks who have been attracted to Crowd Health. They are radical. They are saying, "I don't want to be a part of the system because it's clearly the system is not working." You know, it's I don't want to be a part of the monetary system because the monetary system isn't working. I don't want to be a part of this big food system because this big food system isn't working. I don't want to be a part of this healthcare system because this healthcare system, these systems were not set up for us to thrive. Mm -hmm. They were set up for elites, big organizations, government officials to have control and to, to thrive. These are not set up for us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I want to build a healthcare system that's set up for me and you, you know, that's like, we are the center. We are the customers, not that hospitals are the customers or the insurance companies are the customers. We should be the customers. It's our health. It's our bodies. Like, what are we doing, people? Like, mm -hmm. letting these big organizations dictate what we can and can't do with our our bodies. It's 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 crazy town to me. And now that I've been in this long enough, I've looked back when I was on insurance. I'm like, why the hell did I do that? Like, why do I allow an insurance company to dictate what I can and can't do with with my health care? That's mm -hmm. it's it's preposterous. So, take it back. Be sovereign over your own health. That's what we're trying to to uh, promote. Yeah. And so those are the people who've joined on. So it's a lot of people who are listening to this. They were who rat who are quote unquote radicals yeah. for thinking that we should be personally responsible, take self sovereignty over our own our own bodies. Yeah, and it's funny because you're in some ways you are presenting a radical solution to this three headed hydra monster of health insurance. When you chop one head off, it grows another one back, and totally. I'm sure you're going to meet some resistance along the way. We call it the medical industrial complex. complex yeah. You know, it's the hospitals, it's the pharmaceutical companies, it's the insurance companies. Mm -hmm. And if you want to add a fourth, it's the United States government. Mm -hmm. Like those four entities are out for other reasons than to see us thrive. I, tr I truly believe that. People can say, oh, conspiracy, yada, yada, yada. I, show me evidence that their primary motive is to see us thrive and be healthy. We've gone from 1% diabetes in the 1970s to almost 10% in 2023. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
that is crazy. Mm-hmm. They continue to, f- to push this food pyramid, which is clearly not working. And now they're double down, double mm-hmm. downing, if that's a word, double downing on it. Um, and it's like, you, you can't show any evidence to say that the, the, the big food, the big pharma, the big government wants us to thrive. Yeah. I just don't see it. Yeah. C- CDC's own statistics indicates that about 88% of the population is metabolically unwell. Yeah. So they fall under the umbrella of metabolic syndrome. So like blood pressure, diabetes, all of that stuff. So 12% potentially of the population is healthy. And when we reverse engineer what health means, you start to find like, Hey, you know, this whole, cause like I said, when this, when this beast goes out swinging, it also looks to character assassinate with terms like conspiracy theorists, which is a tool that's supposed to just stop conversations dead in the tracks, you know, like, red meat is dangerous cholesterol and saturated fat will clog your arteries and you know actually talking about exercise is white supremacy there's all kinds of ludicrous things to to keep keep this thing alive that is clearly dying but is not going to go down without a fight and a big part of this solution i'm curious how you um square the circle of finding doctors that haven't been so indoctrinated in this stuff too because you're obviously presenting a better solution is the network of doctors that you're reaching out to are they a little bit more tapped in if you will to these ideas that hey you know maybe we don't have the full complexity of the cholesterol picture in terms of you know egg yolks and red meat are going to clog your arteries and maybe we need to look at things differently and maybe the future isn't you know beyond burgers and soybean you know as far as the eye can see what's the what's it been like developing networks and how are you finding those and are we seeing a trend because of this demographic coming in that's a bit more meat pilled if you Mm. will yeah no it's it's mixed mixed results you know i think that as we grow the community one of the biggest benefits of this is now if you're part of the community and you have a really great doctor who is aligned with, with us in terms of just nutrition and exercise and things like that, you will add that to our doctor database so other people can go to them. Um, and so as we get more people into the community, we're increasing this doctor database. We are most likely to be able to find you a, um, an aligned doctor within your, your city. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will become easier and easier and easier as our, you know, population grows. Awesome. Um, and so we've been very public in how we've, um, you know, tried to spread the word, uh, with, with crowd health and, and I get doctors every day who'd be like, please, can you put me in your Bring me on. network or whatever? And I was like, we don't have networks, but I'm happy to put you in the yeah. database. So if you're aligned with, you know, what we think is the right you know path and not aligned with the medical industrial complex, then yeah, I'd love for people to to be able to go to you and, and, um, give you a review and are you aligned or are you not aligned? Mm-hmm. You know, are you, if I have high cholesterol is the first thing that you're going to do is get me on statins. Like that's just a question. Like, is that the first thing, you know, it, maybe it's the fourth or fifth thing if that's absolutely mandatory, but like, is it always the first thing? Is it a pill mill or is it, are you actually going to help me walk through like what's going on with my body? And it's not just my LDL. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. How, what, what's the, um, when was crowd health founded and what's the growth been like at like more mm-hmm. of a like tangible level? Cause at some point this is a crazy idea that you dream up totally. and then you start it and the zero and now there's this many and yeah. how do you see the trajectory of this thing? So we started in 2021. Um, we've had more than 5,000, I think it's 5,500 or something like that. People who signed up. Um, and so if you can imagine the first person <laughs> signing up for crowd health is a bit of a challenge. Of and course. so each one is easier and easier because number the, the number one thing people are asking about is, is the community big enough to help me get my bills paid? Right. And so now that we have stats that we can show, yeah. um, we've got a history, we have a track record, we have a proof of work, if you will. Um, people are way more you know confident that in, in this, in this way of doing things. So um, the, the growth has been tremendous. We're growing, I don't know, 10% month over month. Amazing. Um, and th- that's, and that's in the off months. So November, December, January, we'll probably add, we'll probably grow somewhere between 50 and 75% in three months. Wow. And, um, you know, because we're, we're getting our names out there and, you know, a lot of, a lot of people from last year who called into us was like, eh, I'm not sure you guys are quite there yet are calling back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm in, I saw that you guys are actually doing this, you know, and, and we do a pretty good job on Twitter, I think showing people like, Hey, this is what health insurance plans pay for these procedures. Here's what you'll pay with our help. And here's, you know, the community impact, 
of, of, of yeah, having, having, having a community on the back end to help you actually get these paid. Here's how it actually has worked. Mm. It's worked now thousands of times. Um, people are just being more confident that, that we're legitimate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm thinking through this now as you're speaking too, because it wouldn't change my goal of uh, my personal health and my family's health wouldn't change if I was on this or the conventional model because the goal would still be stay out of doctor's offices and stay as healthy as you can for Mm -hmm. as long as you possibly can. But I would significantly be more inclined and happy to know that I am pooling and for the community and putting resources into the community that I hope I never personally need, but I know that it's reaching people that need it. Not again, this faceless, nameless organization that's just churning people out. So I mean, quick, quick, just anecdote here. Um, A few months ago, maybe six or seven months ago now, we had a, a member who had a miscarriage and, um, had some, you know, medical expenses associated with that. And so we went out to the community and we said, Hey, there was this, this woman, I think she was in Texas who had a miscarriage. She needs X number of dollars. I think we asked for like 50 bucks from everybody. Um, everybody that we asked, we had women come back to us. I think multiple women come back to us and said, Hey, that's a part of my story. Like I've been through that. I know what this is like. I know what this family is going through. Um, can I give a hundred dollars instead of $50? You know, they're willing to pay more or give more. Um, you would never call your health insurance company and say, Hey, uh, United healthcare, can I pay you more this month? Cause I know you're doing really great stuff. Like it's just never going to happen, you know? And so it's like, can we bring humanity back to healthcare? Um, another quick one, we had a, a 19 year old in Tennessee who lost her fingers in a boating accident. Um, and so again, we sent it out to the community and we had people come back like, my gosh, I can't imagine with 19 years old losing your fingers. Like I want to give more to this girl, you know? And, and so it's, it's, it's things like that that we're seeing over and over and over again. It's like, there's a power in being able to help somebody directly as opposed to, you know, helping a health insurance plan, you know? Um, and I feel like it's cool for your members to know where the money's yeah. going to like yeah. that, that feels so much better for me and more aligned. Like I want my money to go towards that. If I'm going to, you know, like be spending money, I want it to go and know that it's serving this person who's going through something so challenging right now. So like, especially when they're a part of your tribe, like these yeah. are, these are all people who think and act and have very much the same worldview as the two of us. Yeah. And I just met you, but I think it's, it's very much aligned. They're a part of our tribe. These are not people who are trying to, you know, jack the system. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. these are people who are trying like, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to live healthy and shit just happens sometimes. Mm. Right. Like I was in the hospital last week and I'm, you know, like I said, six, two, one seventy five. Like I'm, I'm not an overweight person. Mm-hmm. I eat keto. Like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, my ketone levels are probably above three right now. Like I'm taking care of myself, but shit just happens, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, I'm willing to help somebody when just shit just happens. Yeah. You know, there's people who are do stupid stuff and don't want to face the consequences of those things. It's like, man, I don't want to do that. I don't want to yeah. give my money to that person. Um, and so you're giving your money to people who are trying to play by the rules, who are trying to take care of themselves and just stuff happens sometimes, yeah, you know, absolutely. which I feel good about. Like I'm, I'm happy to, to help the guy who had the, the, you know, bike mountain biking face plant. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Somebody's listening to this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like ready to wrap this call up and get on, get on and figure out how we sign up. Like talk me through it tangibly. Like if, if I want to get involved with crowd, yeah. you know, cause we're going through this right now. My, my wife and I were, as soon as the new year hits, we decided like we're done with conventional healthcare. Mm-hmm. It was a very organic moment that this, this kind of pops into the radar. And we're like, ah, oh, this is a legitimate solution. Mm-hmm. So what's my process going to look like? You know, I, I discontinue that. I, I talk to someone like, what's my base fee? Like, what am I paying per month for my wife and my son? You know, like mm-hmm. talk me through it a little bit more tangibly. Yeah. Um, man, it's so easy to sign up. It's like a total, one of the things with healthcare is it's set up to be a business to business transaction, Mm. you know, because it's insurance companies and hospitals who are each other's customers kind of. And so you try to sign up for health insurance and it's like these big long forms and it's so confusing. It's, you have 22 different options. You're like, what the hell? I don't know what to do. Ours is like five minutes. Mm -hmm. Like if you and your wife signed up, your son, daughter, son, 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 three of you signed up, it'd probably take you five minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, it's super easy. I mean, it's like signing up for, you know, uh, any kind of subscription. Mm-hmm. We just ask you a couple more questions, which is like, what is your height and your weight? That's the only kind of other things that we ask for. And so it's super easy, five minutes. Um, and then the pricing is interesting where I, 
one of the things that's really screwed up in the health healthcare space is the incentives are so perverse. So really quickly, um, Obamacare basically said to insurance plans that you can only make 15% of premiums as profit. So mm. let's do the math, just make easy math. If you are paying a thousand dollars in premiums, the health insurance plan can only make 150 bucks, mm. but how does the health insurance plan make $165 increase their profit by 10%? They have to increase their premiums by 10%. So your health insurance company actually is incentivized to see your prices go up. So they're just constantly spiraling upwards. It's they're they're never going to go constantly backwards. spiraling upwards, yeah. right? And so we wanted to change things. So the way that we work is you pay us 50 bucks per month per person. Mm -hmm. That goes to us. It's a subscription fee. It pays all our bills. It's the only revenue that we get. Mm -hmm. It's just super transparent. Um, and then there's a second component of that, which is 125 bucks per person mm -hmm. per month that you will send to another person in the community to help them. Yep. And it's up to 125. Yeah. So for example, this month we asked for a hundred of that 125. You keep the 25 that we don't use. The community didn't need it. You go, you know, take your kid out to cool. Chick-fil-A or whatever. Yeah, right? right. Like you get to keep that money. It's not in some coffers mm. somewhere. Um, and so that's the way it works. It's, you know, max 175 per person. Um, a family of four would be four times 50. That's the subscription fees or 200. And then we max their get theirs out at 375. Okay, so cool. a family of four would pay 575 a month max. max. Yeah. Um, so I think we asked for, you know, 500 last month. Yeah. So it was less than that. Yeah. So it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it's, it's a little bit different than, you know, health insurance, but we're radically different than health insurance. So exactly. it, it would make sense. So you actually get two invoices a month, which is, you know, it's 50 bucks. It goes directly to us. That second component up to 125 goes directly to another person. Mm, that's very cool. Can, can, can you use the crowd or this model to do things that are like proactively medicine based, like routine blood work and health assessments or is always, you know, just for injuries or treatments? Yeah. So the way that it works is you get one, um, wellness visit per year. Okay, cool. up to 300 bucks fully get, send that fully to the community to fund. Um, so, and we call a wellness visit, either a, you know, primary care, um, OBGYN, pediatric, awesome. dental or vision. So you can use one of those five for each one of your family members up to 300 bucks. Um, and then throughout the year, we also have kind of special promotions. So last month we did, um, a VO2 max, so you could go to um, get a VO2 max up to 150 bucks and you could submit that fully to the community. Yeah, cool. So we're trying to introduce DEXA is going to be next month. Um, Very cool. we're, we're trying to get people to understand what these things are, what they're measuring, how you can improve them. Again, trying to be proactive about getting them to, you know, better health. Mm. Like most people know what they weigh very few people know how much visceral fat they have mm -hmm. and that's what matters. Mm -hmm. So you go get a DEXA scan, you can get, you know, what is your visceral fat? What is your, um, you know, your, 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 your body mass index? What is your, you know, fat index, you know, things like that. Um, and so we're trying to teach people what these things mean and why they're important. And I think that's had a pretty significant impact on people being like, huh, I actually have to really start thinking mm -hmm. about my health. You know, just not eating whatever I want to eat or not exercising. Like, I'm going to start thinking about it. So it's been fun to see. It's been, been super fun. That's really cool. I, I love this frame of living life by design, not by default. Mm -hmm. And how you do I one thing that. is how you do many things, if not everything. And that, like, just opens the door to so much. And what you're really doing there as well is incentivizing people to get healthier, which serves the community again, because less people are going to the doctor's offices for the reactionary stuff. Yeah. Or they're ending up on the totally. operating table. So it seems like it's... Um, the other it, thing real quick, I want to make yeah. sure we don't lose this train of thought is we also give books to our members. So we yeah. give about one book a month. Um, last month, it was how to get your kids to not eat uh, seed oils. Yeah, right. Um, you know, these seed oils are in everything, everything yeah. that our kids are eating. The month before, I think it was um, metabolic health. So Beautiful. everybody who read it knows kind of the five components of metabolic health and you know, he showed them how to go and get their labs and, you know, you can figure out your five components of metabolic health inexpensively for under yeah. 50 bucks, you know, like they're super easy lab tests to get there. And only two or three of them are lab tests, but these are super easy to get and they're sub 50 bucks. Why would you not want to know yeah. what, you know, you know, what your A1C is, for example, like that's something you can get really inexpensively. Yeah. Um, and so we're trying to provide that information to our members so that everybody knows what their A1C is 
just an important thing to to know. Yeah. Um, we show them that you can go and get a blood pressure cuff from off of Amazon, which is just as good as the one in the hospital for 15 bucks. You need to know your blood pressure. Yeah. You know, you need to know your weight, you know, those, those types of things, um, that we think is going to go a long way in getting people proactive about their health and changing it again, all towards the mission of when I'm 80, I want to play wiffle ball with my grandkids in the backyard. Yeah. Like that's what I want for me and our members. Yes. You know, we can do something like we can reduce prices. Like that's great. Like, Okay. That's, that's, that's a great business model, but if you're just reducing prices and you're not ha enabling people to be more healthy and be healthier longer, then what's the point? Yeah, right. I mean, really, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I don't need the, the kind of the monetary component of this. The first company did great. Like this for me is a missional thing where I truly want people to be healthy at 80, Beautiful. you know, and then I want them to fall off a cliff, mm -hmm. like in the terms yeah. of their health, like get sick quick and die. Like not this like 10 year, like, yeah. you know, slow crater, like that's miserable. You miserable. Know? <laughs> yeah. Mark, Mark Sisson used to say he wants to live long, drop dead. Yeah. Live yeah. long, drop dead. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I want. Yeah. You know, like I, I hope my wife finds me someday, you know, dead in bed. Yeah. Like, you know, when I, I didn't wake up, like that's a beautiful way to go, that you know, as great. opposed to sitting in the hospital forever. Yeah, man. I, and when you're, when you're describing what you're doing there with this education component, it's really powerful for me because I always say like, education is the best motivation. If mm -hmm. you can convince people why they're doing something and give them a little intellect to understanding there, whether it's books or whatever. And it also comes full circle, kind of the old, um, you know, doctor used to be teacher right doctoral was to teach yeah. and you're kind of filling a little bit more of that role of like hey we're not we're not the doctors we'll help you find great doctors but we are going to try and teach you some stuff along the way and here's some resources and here's some educational aspects totally. to that so i think that's really cool man because it's just again it's much more preventative and proactive than reactive and if there's anything that's overwhelmingly present in this conversation this system we've got right now is super reactive it's super broken it does not care about people's health it, it almost seems as though they care about keeping you just just the right amount of sick you know yeah. they don't want you dead not profitable and they don't want you healthy because you're not really profitable either so like somewhere in the middle would be really nice where you just leech off you and i have this parasitic Isn't that system just surviving off itself it's crazy it's 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 insanity it's nuts it's nuts we, we gave away i think it was there's a there's a guy in town you may know him peter atia who's yeah. a doctor his book course, just came yeah. out outlive and i think we gave away i think it was 300 maybe 400 books of his to Incredible. our members that people read through and they're coming back being like oh my gosh like i need to know what my a1c is i need and so it's like oh, thank god like people are now like we're an organization i want to educate you health plans aren't educating you like they're sending you these stupid little pamphlets that's like you know go get your ldl checked mm -hmm. and you know stat and all this stuff and it's just like man we something somebody's got to change the paradigm mm -hmm. here yeah, well, thank you for stepping up to the plate, man. And I hope we can, you know, play a little role in getting this message out there. And as you um, source from your crowd, we're going to source from our crowd a little bit here because we have some questions okay. that came in about this. And um, we, we're just going to field them. We'll see what we've got, you know, because I think people are really genuinely interested and looking for a better solution here. So we'll see what's coming up. What we got over there, Mr. Cade? Yeah, so the first question is from Tiffany. Uh, she asks, is there a plan for how crowd health can be utilized for preventative care and not just medical treatment or emergencies. Yeah, I mean, I think the medical care is, is a good one, right? Like, I do believe, and I've been one of those people in the past that probably has not gone to the doctor in a decade, right? And so I do believe that there is a set of labs at a minimum that you all, that everybody needs to get at least once a year. Yeah. Like, you, you need to get the dashboard on your health once a year. And that's what the crowd will help you fund that with that once a year wellness. So you can get a full set of labs, pretty much everything for under a hundred bucks. Okay. Um, and all that is submittable to the community. And then all you need to do is get in front of a doctor and say, Hey, I have these labs. Will you walk me through like what they mean? Or you can go online and lots of these doctors, Peter Atia, Andrew Huberman, like a lot of these folks will actually walk through them mm -hmm. too and say, okay, this is what, you know, LDL is. Here's what a triglyceride is. Here's how you need to think about that. Mm -hmm. um, the labs will come back with these, you know, weird metrics. Like it needs to be under this. And they're, they're just not right. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can go online and I think you can self-direct to, you know, really good health. Um, really quick on these labs because man, I love getting labs because it, I just love seeing how the body changes yeah, based cool. upon the, the action. Um, I, I went 
and priced across the street a full set of labs. Um, it was just this any lab now or something like that. And it was like 400 or 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, the health insurance plan was 700 bucks mm -hmm. for the same set of labs. Crowd health got it to me for 55 bucks. Wow. And so if you're a member of crowd health, all you have to do is just text in or call in and say, Hey, I want a full set of labs and we will help you find those. Um, wherever you live in the country, the vast majority of the places will find you somewhere pretty close yeah. and it'll be, you know, somewhere around a hundred bucks, maybe even less. That's amazing. So, um, if I do that, am I, am I the person that goes and I pay and then I'm reimbursed through crowd health? Um, you could, you would go and pay yeah. and then you would set, submit it to the community to help you. Very cool. And like I said, all it's, those are for small ones, yeah. you know, so anything under say 500 bucks, you know, you would just pay and then submit, yeah. um, any of the big ones, let's just say, you know, you tear your ACL. We had a, a woman tear her ACL playing pickleball. Um, and that was a, what we thought was going to be a $20,000 bill is 22 or 23,000. And, and we went and talked to the orthopedic surgeon and we negotiated that down to 12. Damn. And then we went and we funded it from the community. So she had, you know, $12,000 when she walked into the door. So she didn't okay. have to pre-fund any of the big, big stuff. Oh, if you call us, um, just we'll, we'll do that first before you have to have that big expense out of the pocket. Yeah. And, it and works I'm great. guessing a lot quicker and smoother because there's just way less red tape. And way less red tape. And, yeah. Way less red tape. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Have anything else over there, Kate? Cool. We got one more. Um, <clears throat> this is from Josh. Uh, how are the providers you work with vetted and are they friendly to alternative lifestyles, say like an animal based diet? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that we're relying upon our members to vet them. <laughs> You know, um, and that's what I was kind of mentioning a little bit earlier is if we have members who vet docs who say they're really great, then we want them to submit that. They automatically get submitted to the database and says, OK, now if I live in Austin, Texas, I can go and search. I can figure out, is there a doctor in Austin, Texas who is um, affirming of, you know, an alternative, you know, food lifestyle? I'm 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 keto. Um, I had a cardiologist who um Unfortunately, when I went in and said that he's like, why is your, you know, LDL so high? It's like, well, I'm, I'm on keto. And he's like, oh, well, you know, that, that red meat is inflammatory. Um, so you can't be doing that. I mean, you really need to get this down. I'm like, okay, you know, X through that person, <laughs> you know, good to know that. And so we're starting to build this database, which mm -hmm. I think is going to be super valuable to people who want, you know, doctors who are aligned with them. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to throw one in here. Cause I was, I was thinking sure. of this, the whole, you know, this, this mo growing movement of low carbers, ketoers, animal based mm -hmm. carnivores, they are so uh, centered around personal values like freedom and sovereignty and decentralization. And mm -hmm. I know it's a complex topic, but could you give us like the 30,000 view of how you're also accepting, I believe, like different forms of currency? Are you doing Bitcoin within it or is this in the future plans like to also, you know, have a different form of in the money system as well? Yeah, you know, I'm um, I got orange pill. I'm a Bitcoiner. I'm, I'm kind of a Bitcoin maxi. That's all I would ever con consider, you know, putting my putting money into um, or using as money. Um, and. You know, what we tried to do originally was say, hey, if I'm only asking you for $100 of that $125, you know, could we help you take that $25 and invest it in Bitcoin? Hmm. So instead of having this in health insurance companies, what they do is they put all this money into a big pot of, you know, fiat, right? And, and that those dollars are losing value every year, right? Just through inflation. Yeah. Um and so what they have to do is they have to charge more now to make up for that lost asset value. And so um, I was having lunch with Jimmy Song, who's if you're a Bitcoiner, you know who that is. And he's like, man, what you really need to do is you need to have a big pot of Bitcoin mm. so that as it increases in value, people can actually get the benefit of that as opposed to having to make up for inflation. And so that's a long-winded way of saying we tried it. It's hard to do. Mm -hmm. It didn't work very well. Um, we aren't perfect. We're a startup. Yeah, right. um, However, I will say that starting January 1st, we think you will actually be able to pay for your bills over Lightning, um, right. over the Lightning Network. Um, and so we are trying to incorporate more Bitcoin into what we do. Um, I think that Bitcoin hype, you know, hyper Bitcoinization is really, really important. And mm -hmm. if we can start that in healthcare, healthcare is a $4.3 trillion industry it's bigger than any other GDP other than Japan and China. Like, wow. so 
that's how much we spend in healthcare in the United States every year, 4.3 trillion. So it's like, man, if we can get Bitcoin even as like 1% Mm -hmm. and then 3% and then 7%, um, it is a way better way to transfer you know, value between people. It helps us on the back end transfer value. You can get rid of all those transfer fees. So we're trying to um, incorporate that into what we do. That's super cool. It's I a feel- core of who I am. It's, you know, my wife thinks I'm crazy, but we have a lot of our you know, net worth in Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and so I'm. I, it's a mission. It's a personal mission of mine to yeah. see, you know, more of a Bitcoin circular economy. So from beginning to end, we can use Bitcoin all the way through. Yeah. So we have more and more docs now who are Bitcoin docs who not only accept Bitcoin, but those docs are aligned with us in our in our worldview in terms of nutrition and exercise. It's super cool, man. It's super inspiring. I, I love uh, that you were able to even lay out for us that this is more of like a mission. I'm compelled to do this. It's purpose driven. And I think that people are really thirsty for something like this. Yeah. I have been for a long time and I just didn't know these solutions existed. So to be able to sit with you and give this back to our audience and hopefully have them feeling a bit more hopeful about some potential in the future here. And we can have an actual healthcare system that, that works, um, you know, not the one that we've currently got. I guess my, my closing... Um, question for you or just handing you the floor is there's always going to be naysayers there's always going to be people that doubt you know what would you say in closing to anybody that's still cautious about this curious about this it it, it can't work it's too good to be true this system is too big this monster is too big what would you say in closing? yeah i i was talking to somebody the other day and was telling them about the business and they were like you know what you know how i can tell if you have a real business i was like what is that he's like if what are your reviews like, let's, let's see actually from the people who yeah, right. are using you. So he goes and he goes Google and he puts in crowd health reviews. And uh, I think what the, it was the first one or the second was Trustpilot. So Trustpilot's just this, uh, you know, website that's like, hey, tell me more about this. And we have 120 or 130 or something customers who've left us um, reviews on Trustpilot. And these are verified by, by Trustpilot that they're actually customers of ours. And, you know, most of these like review sites, you see it's like one liners, like great job. You know, Um, these people go into like paragraphs about thank God that you give me freedom. Thank God that I don't have to worry about networks. Thank God that I have a peace of mind. I'm like, just go there and like check it out because you'll get the real deal on what we're about from from our customers, people Mm -hmm. who are actually verified paying customers of, of crowd health. So it's, it's pretty cool to go and read. And I, I just go, when I, when I get those naysayers sometimes, and sometimes they're just mean, you know, mm-hmm. just like, this is a scam. This guy just wants to make a bunch of money and yada, yada, yada. I just go back and like, you read through those. And you're like, man, like we're changing people's lives, you know? And if you're not doing something like radical, um, then you're not, I mean, you're gonna have naysayers if you're doing something radical, Bingo. right? Yeah. Like if, if you're not doing something radical, then you probably won't have any naysayers. Like you're probably not doing something that's radical enough from my perspective. Yeah. So thank God for the naysayers. Cause if there weren't naysayers, then everybody would be trying to do what crowd health is doing in that case, I wouldn't have a business. So, um, yeah, I, I truly am in this for like a missional thing. Like this is not to, to make a bunch of money. I do think we need to do this within for-profit entities. Cause I think they're, the, the, the incentives are aligned there. Yeah. Um, but this is like totally me trying to be like, man, I 200,000 people every year go bankrupt due to a health event, Oof. even though they have health insurance. Oh, damn. Yeah. These are 200,000 families. They have health insurance. They have a health event and they go bankrupt still. Hmm. And I'm like, that to me is like, what the hell? Like if, if I can help, you know, hundred families that then it's worth it. We've had zero bankruptcies, zero medical debt for 5,000 people who's 5,000 plus people who signed up for crowd health over our two and a half years. Like that to me is a win. And so if I say to naysayers, they're like, Oh, well you guys are just a scam. I'm like, look at the stats, bro. You know, like the health insurance is the one putting these people into bankruptcy. Crowd health has zero bankruptcies in the last two and a half years. That's my mission. Like yeah. let's have zero bankruptcies and for people to be able to take care of themselves and live till till 80 and still play ball in the backyard with their kids and grandkids like that's what I'm, what that's what this is about yeah. so hopefully you can tell just in kind of the you know my my voice like it's it truly is like i'm i'm trying to change this this world for the better so we'd love for people to join us you know we need people to join us we need people to ditch the fiat health insurance what i think is a scam mm-hmm. um 
you know, and, and we need people like radicals, people who listen to radical radio to, to, uh, to join us. We'd love to have you. Heck yeah, brother. It's, we're always saying here, you know, vote with your dollar. We're often talking about food, you know, put, put money in the hands of the farmers that feed you. This is another opportunity to vote with your dollar and stop playing this rigged game, this broken system. Um, you know, take the power back, put it into something that's hopeful and meaningful. Amen. I'm all about that, man. Where where should people go if they're curious to learn more, to sign up? What's the website, et cetera? Yeah. Join crowd health is where you need to go. Join crowdhealth.com. Like I said, it's super easy to sign up. Um, you can sign up for any point in the future up to six months. So, you know, if you're starting to think about healthcare, stop, sign up for crowd health. It'll take five minutes. Uh, you can enjoy your Thanksgiving and Christmas and not have to worry about, you know, Oh my gosh, I still have to sign up for health insurance. Um, so give you some peace of mind around that. And if you're listening, you are a crowd health member, man, we're just so thankful, thankful for you and your willingness to, you know, um, trust us that we're going to really fight for you and battle for you. And if you see a bill in the next few weeks from Austin, Texas for an ER visit, please, um, be generous <laughs> and help because that's me. Um, and I'll, I'll keep you all posted on how that goes. So, um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks for joining us, man. I feel really good about this one. I'm excited to, you know, become a crowd healther as well and join and join the movement. Man, so. we'd love it. We'd be honored. Appreciate it. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Please go check out the links and uh, consider, yeah, consider revolutionizing the system, voting with your dollar and we'll see you all next week. Peace out. All right, friends. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Radical Health Radio. We got a fresh new podcast for you every Wednesday. If you enjoyed the show, consider liking, subscribing, reviewing and rating us on your podcast platform. It helps to spread this message of Radical Health. We'll see you next week.